0: Today's Outdoor Oasis Show is sponsored by Barbecue Authority, your one-stop barbecue shop in Lyle visit bbqauthority.com. That's because whoever wrote this wrote it like, I'm Yoda. Today's outdoor is by barbecue. And then they wrote out the word barbecue, and so that's what's me. Uh, yeah. you,
1: you hear that all young broadcasters? When you screw up, just do a Yoda impression, and that'll right, fix exactly. everything.
0: Thank you, Joe. Right. Like you just do it right away. Uh, so I was thinking, uh, you know, so we, uh, Joe, welcome on a Saturday morning. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning, Don. Uh Bob Ferguson, uh, behind the scenes, you the listener, uh, give us a call eight five seven five five seven for Lou. We're going to be talking about all these great things uh, to do outdoors, and we're calling it our outdoor Oasis show. Lindsay, I was thinking we should have come up with some kind of like is there like a, a song that's like an oasis, you know something like that. And then I was thinking, oasis. Joe doesn't know this that i got I got a guitar for my birthday and I've been <gasps> practicing. And so last night I was sitting there and I started practicing and I was thinking, could I pull this off? No, no, no. But I mean, I know that uh, oh, it's, it's not it's, a millennial. It's like I'm not a millennial uh. and you millennials, although I don't know that Joe or Don are millennials. I think it's just you, Lindsay. No, no, no. I guess you guys are, right?
2: Yeah. No. Technically, yeah. I think okay, I am. I'm in, the, I'm in
0: the lower end. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> Joe, I don't think is. No, I'm a millennial. Yes, you yes, are? Yes, he is. Yeah. One. 1980 to what?
2: 95 i believe. Yeah.
0: He made. he just made it.
1: By 4 years. Welcome. Do, do I need a do I need to show you my ID before I, I enter right. the Millennial Bar? To get into this club, young yeah. man.
0: You do. Well, believe me, Lindsay was showing me hers when she'd found out that she was a millennial. She loves to tell people she's a millennial.
3: It's a cool when they're man. talking nicely about them. When
0: they're t- <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Otherwise it's silence. Oh, I'm such a millennial. Like, nope, oh my god, that's so funny. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, Joe, it's nice to have you back on a Saturday morning. That's nice of you to come and join us.
1: Hey, it's nice to be here. Um, yeah, no, definitely, definitely miss all y'all, and uh, don't miss the wake-up alarm, but miss all of you. And uh... yeah,
0: that you, uh, you that that definitely is uh, uh, something that uh, you know you got to get real used to. Again, you were doing all those night games with uh, the Hawks and stuff, and so. You were just going to bed late, and uh, and then we also had. I, I mean, I'm so glad you're here as well. You had the opportunity to call your first major league baseball game uh, on a, on another radio station for the uh, White Sox, which I know was a big thrill.
1: That was really cool. Uh, can't thank everyone here enough. Can't thank everyone there enough. Uh, I know that doesn't happen a lot in this business, in this industry, and uh, yeah, it was it was a dream come true. What a rush! Uh, still coming back down a little bit. It was. And it was and a, it was of a heck
0: of a game. too. It really was. I, 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 I listened to the game, because uh, I knew you were going to be calling it, and uh, I listened to you, uh, I think, up through the, f- the fifth inning, right? And then I got called for rain. Yeah. And, the, and but I then I believe, am we... I right about this? Was it Tim Anderson's first at bat for the uh, Sox, and he hits a home run?
1: It was the first pitch he saw.
0: Right. And you called the home run, which was awesome. It was, so it, uh, cool. again,
1: that was another thing I lucked out with. I mean, the game, it was a great game. It could have been a 15 2 game either way, yeah. but people were locked in right away. I, I yeah. lucked out with the weather. It, it was all just wild. It was surreal. It was really, really cool. Well, congratulations.
0: You sounded great. and Thank I'm happy Thank you for you. All right, and uh, uh, Don, we'll we'll talk more uh, about your podcast later on. I keep getting more intrigued by Don's podcast.
2: Thank you, Lou. Yeah, and and I wanted to say as well, Joe, that was that was awesome, man. You did, uh, you rocked that.
1: Thanks, Bud. I, again, just really really cool. Uh, I really appreciate all the feedback, the support. It was it uh, was a lot of fun. Right on.
0: Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Lou Mainfordini, House Smarts Radio, our outdoor oasis show. How about we get to our first caller this morning, sponsored by BathFitter.com forward slash Lou. Let's talk with Mary Ann, who's in Chicago. Hey Mary Ann, you're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning.
4: Hey, Lou, good morning. How are you today?
0: I'm doing really, really well. What's going on?
4: Good. I have a quick question for you. Well, we live in Chicago, northwest side, have two uh, pillars in front of our home made out of brick. And they have those large white stones on them that are probably 12 by 14 or 14 by 14. And one of them has become loose. Do To reattach it, do we use concrete or do we use an adhesive?
0: Loose as if um, you could just pull
4: it out? You can move it. Oh, you right, you you push on it? It's like those whitish
0: big But is it um, is like it a, a piece of It's stone. not a, it's not an applied stone. It's actually a stone like a piece of lannon stone or something like that. No, it's like a piece of stone like 12 by 12 about How thick. an inch and a
4: half high to 2 high on top of a pillar. The t- pillars are made out of brick
0: like two posts oh, that so come it's up. Oh so it's a piece of limestone? Um uh-huh. I don't think it's limestone. It's at the top of the pillar. and
4: it's then at what's, the top
0: of the pillar. What's on top of the pillar?
4: And, and if you push on it, no, no but what, one side so, just... So is. here
0: I've got this pillar that you spoke of that's made of brick, and then I've got whatever this stone is on top. Is there something then Correct. on top of the pillar? No. It's just a pillar up like we're in... It's just a big stone
4: you could put a plant on it or a statue or okay so
0: the whole it's, thing it's like a cap correct understood correct. okay so my guess is it's a chunk of limestone and
5: is okay. it is
0: it of the size that you and with the help of someone could pick it up and take it off oh easily all right so easily. carefully take it off clean the top of okay. that br- clean the top of that brick um Pillar so that it's there's no loose material, and if there's any loose material in the bottom of the limestone, clean that up as well. Scra- you know, you could scrape okay. it, and then I want you scrape to it with a putty knife. With a putty right. knife, correct. Then buy a little ten pound bag of mortar, like for tuck pointing, correct. And then you're going to mix that in a small bucket, the ten pounds, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll end okay. up with the consistency of um, kind of a heavy cake batter. Okay. And then with that same putty knife, you probably don't have a trowel. If you could get a tuck-pointing tool... I have a, okay, <laughs> I have a trowel. Okay. I have a trowel. I never wa- done that. I never want to <laughs> assume, Marianne. So you're going to take your trowel, and you're going to mix that up, and you're going to plop a big dollop uh, on the center, maybe a couple of them, and you're going to carefully uh-huh. position the limestone so that it's uh, the the reveal around it is even all the way around push it down it'll squirt it'll squirt a little bit of the mortar out with a tuck pointing tool and or your finger with a glove you could just run around the perimeter of it to give a nice finish at the cap so it's like kind of a concaved uh finish with your finger i would probably just do Mm -hmm. that instead of buying a tuck pointing tool unless you're going to do some side jobs doing tuck pointing since you (laughs) already have a trowel (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but and then finish it stay walk away and then uh tomorrow it'll be dry and it won't move
4: great perfect didn't want to use the wrong material no, no, no. To
0: set it 10 pound bag
4: of mortar mix 10 pound thank you so much lou and you have a wonderful day
0: you too marianne i appreciate you calling. i have a trowel <laughs> that would be a good t-shirt too just like <laughs> all those kinds of things i have a trowel that's it. We're just walking around. What does that mean? Eh, you'll have to listen to Lou Manfredini, which, by the way, brings me to, I was walking the dog yesterday and uh, this lady was weeding and uh, I just said, good morning. You're, you're, hi, hello. You know, how you doing? I go, make sure you get, you know, I did like my dad thing. Make sure you get all the weeds. You know, don't just do the ones in the front. Right. And she goes, are you Lou? I go, uh, yeah. And she goes, I miss you. I go, well, I'm right here. And she said, no, I moved to Arizona, and, you know, I don't get you in Arizona. I go, yes, you do. I go, you just have to listen on your phone or your app or your smart speaker. Oh, I just don't, you know, I'm not really technology thing. I go, do you have a smartphone? Oh, yeah, I got a We need, you millennials need to help the people that it's so easy to do the app. I go. I go, plus, if you listen on the app, I go, you will hear so much of me and Lindsay that you won't want to listen. Because it's either myself or Lindsey doing the ads when it first starts, the ads, right? You either want a new Chevy or you're going to Builder Supply Outlet or whatever it is. It's the two of us. But um, for those of you that have friends who say, oh, I wish I missed WGN Radio, it's like you can download the WGN Radio app on your smartphone and you hit it and you go. And it's in stereo. And there's no static, right? And if you have a smart speaker... Which, quite frankly, that's how we listen in our own home, because I got connect it connected to the stereo. Then the station's in stereo. You know, John Williams has that good voice. John Lendecker has that great voice. You hear it with stereo, it sounds even better. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. It is our outdoor oasis show on seven twenty WGN. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Calls. Of course. How are things? I have in- the
6: age old problem of leveling out the
7: cooling from the uh, basement to the main level. Mm. What do you think about <clears throat> keeping my uh, basement door open? Is that going to help?
0: No, because of physics um, and. <clears throat> You know, it's cold air drops and hot air rises. Are you in a ranch home, Mimi? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, here's the one. Now, I'm going to give you a tip, but there's a, there's a downside to this tip. Um, if you take a box fan at the base of the... Actually, you know how you can buy the nice big fans that have a stand that you can articulate it so you can point it up or down?
7: Yes, yes, uh-huh.
0: Get one of those, uh, or before you get one of those, do you do you own a box fan? I do not. Okay, well then, if you're going to go buy one, then buy one of these articulating fans, good size one. I mean, I want the the diameter to be you know twenty inches or so. Put it at the bottom of the stairs and point okay. it point it up, and put it on the you know medium setting. Now that's going to force some of that cooler air up to the first floor and in a perfect world at the top of the stairs you'd have another fan that you could do a box fan which is inexpensive sitting on the floor to kind of move it around into the home now the downside to that tip is that the humidity level down there is higher than it is upstairs so you're going to be introducing a little bit oh. more uh humidity into the air which then your air conditioner will eventually condition and calm down so when you first do it, you're going to be like, wow, this is a huge uh, advantage. You know, this sound, this feels really good. But it might feel a little clammy at first. But after about 24 hours, mm-hmm. if you're running your air, it should work.
7: Okay. And what are your thoughts on uh, adjusting the dampers in the basement?
0: You have dampers in the basement? I'd shut them all off because you don't need them. Okay because if this is if you okay. have a if you have a system that is um that is just uh you know a single thermostat and it's the house is on one zone there's plenty of cold air that's going to drop down there through nooks and crannies and that doorway even when it's even with a fan at the base of it um but yeah this is the time of year where we went, you know we went from you know freezing cold to 90 degrees and our houses still haven't caught up yet either. And, you know, the, the physical uh, change of the, the temperature of walls and stuff, although it's there because we got it was so hot. And if you do shut those off in the basement try this fan trick, I bet you'll be a lot more comfortable.
3: Okay, great. Thanks a million.
0: I appreciate, have a good one. You too. I appreciate you calling this morning. All right, our outdoor Oasis show. When we come back after uh, the report of news, I have a conversation uh, about your deck. And, uh, namely TimberTech and AZEC, these composite materials that are just fantastic choices when it comes to building a deck. I talked to, um, uh, a person from TimberTech and then an expert f- from our friends over at Fox Home Center. But right now we've got a report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. You know, it might be a, a patio or it might just be the backyard area or m- one of my favorites, a deck um, who doesn't love a good deck? And there's so many different choices out there when it comes to building a deck. So I thought we'd get a little information about that as well. Joining me on the phone line, I've got a couple of folks this morning: uh, Jason Duval, who is the director of product management over at TimberTech and Outdoor Living, as well at TimberTech, and Dennis Stoll, who is the decking specialist at Fox Home Center and Alcep. Gentlemen, good morning, and welcome to House smarts Radio.
8: Good morning. Good morning, Lou.
0: Uh, Jason, let me start with you uh, working uh, for TimberTech and AZAC. Uh, can, can you talk a little bit about uh, the company and, and what it is you folks manufacture?
9: Absolutely, Lou, and, and thanks for the opportunity this morning. Um, at the, over at AZAC and TimberTech, we manufacture um, both outdoor living products and, and products for uh, for the exterior of the home. Um, where where uh, one area where we really have a differentiated product line is our, our deck and rail uh, product lines. And, you know, our, our full portfolio of, of products, you know, it spans, spans the price points, spans the, the styles, uh, all this kind of style and design things that uh, homeowners are looking for in their outdoor living space. Um, but, you know, beyond that, uh, one of the – one of the core things that that we work on is most all of our products use recycled materials. So not only are we looking at, you know, creating a beautiful outdoor living space uh, for homeowners, we also provide materials uh, that are sustainable uh, in that uh, they take material that would be destined for the landfill Mm -hmm. and we turn it into something beautiful that will last uh, for many years, for homeowners. Well,
0: let's let me let me get uh, specific, uh, Jason, so that for our listener we can really describe it. Because uh, TimberTech and AZEC, those are two separate brands, and they're two very different products. So, can you describe for our listener, you know, what the TimberTech decking is, and also what the AZEC product is?
9: Oh, for sure. So, so we use the the TimberTech brand. Kind of encompasses all of our outdoor living products, which for us is really our deck boards. Um, that would be kind of a, the flooring surface of your deck or or porch space. Um, also under the TimberTech brand are all of our uh, railing products that would go on your on the deck on the back of your house or or even you know the porch on the front of your house. Um, that, that's really what's underneath the Timbertech brand right. and then uh under our Azek Exteriors brand uh is a product line of of trim uh molding and siding that are all primarily used outside um you know could be uh to, to kind of frame around your house go around windows doors um all all that kind of thing uh for the Azek Exteriors brand so that's kind of the the two major different um product line
0: right and then and then one just to be specific so people understand the azac is a complete uh pvc product when we talk about the trim correct
9: that is correct that is correct
0: right and then the, the timber tech is is more of a composite material
9: it, 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 it for sure is uh, and, we, and we actually within our timber tech decking line we have um, what what folks uh, that are familiar with the industry uh, call cap composite products right, right. Um, which, I, and I and and I of-
0: want to the reason I want to be specific with you on this is that um, you know I think for a lot of a lot of people you know for you or, or even for for Dennis you know you guys are in this industry all the time and I get a lot of questions on the radio because people are so confused about all the different materials that are out there and so you know, the more that we can kind of break it down, you know, to, for people to understand what these things are. And you're leading, you're going in the right direction, the capped technology, which I think is pretty important to tell our listeners what that is.
9: Yeah, so, so uh, you know, really where a lot of our uh, material science is focused on capping uh, our materials with a really high-performance material uh Really, with the effort of creating a product that's going to last a long time, hold hold up to all the all the elements outside, um, and also be really easy for the homeowner from a care and cleaning perspective. Because uh, because as, as we all know, you know you don't want to spend a lot of time maintaining your outdoor living space. You want to enjoy it. Right.
0: So right. We put a
9: lot of technology in in capping our decking products, so it'll last last forever. Or, or excuse me, last last a long, long, long time, and then uh, be really, <laughs> right. for care and cleaning.
0: Dennis, um, you know, one of the challenges I know uh, you're down there at uh, Fox Home Center. It's been really difficult uh, to get material, and certainly lumber prices have have uh, gone up substantially. Which, in a way, you know, you know, in talking to other people I know in the industry, has kind of helped the composite industry because. A lot of people love the composites, the timber techs, the ASICs of the world, They're like, ah, I don't really want to spend that much money. And then all of a sudden the lumber prices go up and like, well, wow, hey, this is kind of comparably priced. And it's such a low-maintenance option. Are you seeing uh, more people uh, considering the, the composites now than perhaps in the past?
8: Oh, absolutely. Before, but the cedar prices going up and stuff like that, you can buy a composite deck now. That's going to be very comparable price-wise. Uh, the ease of maintenance on the uh, the cap composites are, are amazing nowadays. Um, soap and water, and a little push broom, and some garden hose, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, the difference between the Azac products that we do business with and the TimberTech um, is not only the, the 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 coatings on them, but also the product that they're made out of themselves. You know, you go into the AZAC line, you're more of a PVC core, where the other one is a cap composite core. Hmm. So, but uh, no, as far as price-wise on it and stuff like that, we sell a lot of people, if you figure you put a cedar deck down right now, pricing is very close. By the time you buy your stain products to put onto it and your brushes and stuff that that you're going to use, you might as well put a, a composite deck down because of the ease of maintenance on it. and. Once it's down, you're pretty much done.
0: It really, you know, like I said, yeah. you wash
8: it off a couple of times a year yeah. and you're done.
0: I mean, I, I, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a carpenter by trade, and I, and I still love the you know wood and what you can do with it. But when I really look at you know the the added maintenance that comes from cedar and or redwood, I mean, I'm a still a big fan of redwood, um, but there is maintenance that has to go with it, and it. It is not as durable, I have found, as these materials have uh, have just evolved. Right? They've just gotten better and better, a- as opposed to where they were even twenty well twenty years ago, even ten years ago.
8: Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. The the coatings on these things are now they have variegated colors to them that looks more like natural wood. The graining has been improved by a ton. It looks like natural wood. Um, it's kind of a no-brainer anymore compared to going to the wood products with the maintenance
0: involved. Right, right, uh, Jason. That's one of the things um, that uh, Dennis is mentioning: the fact that you have so many different colors and patterns and styles that, uh, in, in some respects, there might be too much to choose from. But you're, someone's going to find something that they like.
9: Oh, for for sure. Uh, you know, I. I've had the opportunity to uh be a part of uh kind of the Timbertech journey for the past 16 years wow. and, and and you know as as we were talking earlier you know this the the category really started out of you know developing products that would last longer than pressure treated wood and and uh you know be a little bit lower maintenance but it it you know over the past you know like you said 10 years or so it's really evolved where you know, beyond just being low maintenance and durable. It's it's now, you know, for us, what differentiates our product is uh, is leading the category in style and design and bringing style and design out of the house. So we, we really focus on developing on-trend, you know, realistic uh, wood visuals uh, to the outside. So you can have kind of the beauty of you know, a uh, a tropical hardwood like Ipe, mm. uh, that kind of visual on your deck. But, you know, it's a more sustainable product, and it's going to last a lot longer with a lot lower maintenance.
0: So, uh, Dennis, Jason, and, and his folks over at TimberTech have created all these really nice colors and, and patterns, as you mentioned. But over at Fox Home Center, uh, that's the place where homeowners can come and talk to you guys about planning a deck, right? Because that's something you can help them with.
8: Absolutely. We can pick out different colors for them, show them different uh, pictures of stuff that has been done already. You know, The, the literature that uh, AZAC and other companies have out right now just gives you so many options of stuff to do with deckings. It's not just a cut and dry, you know, I'm going to put a 16-by-20-foot deck up and leave it alone with a railing on it instead of stairs. I mean, this stuff is used for outdoor kitchens. It's used for around pool decks. I mean, this stuff is pretty much indestructible. And, again, the 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 quality of product is amazing.
0: And you folks at, at Fox Home Center also have a few displays, right? I'm a big fan of kind of touching and standing and feeling. You've got some displays where if people were to come down, they could see it in action, right?
8: Oh, yeah. Inside our store, we have a two-story uh, building, kind of like the back of a house, uh, with decking upstairs and also decking on the downstairs, um, we do updates pretty much every year on it. Right now, we're still finishing up some of our railing systems right. to put on. But we have uh, probably 50, 60 different colors on the floor to take a look at. That's great. And that's for a wide variety of companies. And, of course, ASAC and TimberTech are probably some of our bigger displays that we have down. Because they have so much of the coloring and the different you know, variegated uh grain patterns as well
0: yeah jason really appreciates you saying that all right jason <laughs> tell me uh tell me i'm gonna ask both of you about but jason if people want to learn more and see everything that AZEC and TimberTech have to offer where can they go
9: yeah we, we love uh people to go to our website uh timbertech.com um and and on there um you'll you'll be able to you know see all of our all of our colors you can order uh, samples that will ship directly to you, um, and you can also find uh, contractors that service your area, and you can find, you know, uh, dealers like like Fox Home Center um, that you can you can visit, uh, like we just talked about. Yeah. So if you go there, you can really find everything you need.
0: TimberTech.com, really, really good stuff. And then, uh, Dennis, if people want to get a hold of you folks over at Fox Home Center, how do they do that?
8: Well, we have a website, FoxHomeCenter.com. You can take a look at our items, our you know, our visual on certain things. Or our best thing is probably just give us a buzz at 708-636-3500. That's our store. That's our direct line. And anybody behind a service counter besides myself can give you a hand with it. Our staff is very knowledgeable on stuff. We go through training every year with all the companies. So we can give you the ins and outs on everybody's products.
0: Jason Duvall is the Director of Product Management for Outdoor Living at TimberTech, and Dennis Stoll is the Decking Specialist over at Fox Home Center in Alsep. Gentlemen, I really do appreciate you taking the time this morning. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Lou. Thank you. You also, Lou.
5: Well, about five years ago, we redid our kitchen. We had granite counters. Um, installed. And then we installed a new kitchen sink. It, it's under mounted, and it's a granite sink. So um, my some ice cubes had accumulated in my freezer. And I took them out, I put them in the sink, and I ran hot water on them. Well, the sink cracked. What? So I ca- Yes, the granite cracked. And now, whenever I run water on that side of the sink, it leaks down underneath. So I called Imperial Stone, who installed it for us, and they keep stalling us. They just won't answer our calls. They don't want to come out. So So what do I I call? What do I
0: do? Hold on. Let me ask you uh, a question here, Mary. So you said it's a granite sink. In other words... Is it a? It is. it is it a made sink that is matches perfectly with the counter?
5: No, the counter is. Um, you know, it's
0: a. So it it, it looks when the sink. Stone, so it's it's a stone counter. Right, but the
5: sink is white.
0: It's white, but it's it's a granite stone or it's a it's a composite. You you say granite, but is it some type of composite? It's a
5: composite.
0: That is an undermount sink. Yes. Okay. Now, when I look at the ed- so when I look at the bottom of the sink and then I look at the sides of the sink, that is kind of a seamless connection, right? It isn't a sharp edge, is it?
5: No. It is a seamless connection.
0: Okay. All right. So it is some type of composite sink. And then let me ask you one other thing. What to remind me when did you have all this work done?
5: About 4 to 5 years ago.
0: Okay. And
5: and you know, my you... husband called the company, the manufacturer, and you know, they said that they are not responsible. And and we don't want anybody to be responsible. We just want to purchase another sink right. and have it
0: installed. Right, right. Okay, so, and I think that that's so, whatever happened, if the manufacturer says, hey, lady, sorry, and you can't get these other people to call you back, you just need a plumber. No. You need a plumber to come out and replace the sink. Now, a plumber. well, sure, it's a sink and they can install the sink in the bottom of a granite top. That's not so the way that this works is, you know, the granite people, when they install it, they put these uh, uh, sleeves underneath the countertop that are threaded sleeves that are there to accept whatever sink it was designed for. Now, the downside of what you have is whatever that shape of that sink is, which is probably a relatively common shape. You have to go with a similar mm-hmm. sink, either the same one, or maybe a stainless steel sink that um, um, that you uh, can can put in there as well. Um, so, I would call somebody like Plumbers Nine One One com, or you hear John Williams talk about Plumers911. Norman 911.com, Norman Mechanical. That's another Pardon really me? Norman Mechanical. Another really good company. Or even PermaSeal, who has plumbing services, they could come out, take a look at it, and say, "Mary, we can do this, and uh, we um, we can put in a new sink. We'll order it, and they'll put it all in, put it all back together, and you're good to go." Wow, that'd be great! Right. So keep keep call those people, man. That I get behind. I got all trying to help Mary, and do I still have to take a break? Is Don, are we just going to... Hey, Don. Are you there, Don? Hey, what's up? Can you, Don, can you just maybe just do all the news like at 730? We'll just combine it all? Because I've got all kinds of things i got to talk about. Yeah,
2: sure. We'll double up. Double up at the bottom.
0: <laughs> we'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Visit bvqauthority.com. Um, Lindsay, you're not really a beer drinker, are you?
3: On a good summer day.
0: On a like, no. hot summer day. Uh, yeah. Uh, Don, Joe... Beer, right now? Sure. Beer? <laughs> yes. Yes. Where? No. Where, where is it at? Not right now. Oh, okay. But oh, just oh. in general. Yeah. Anytime. Yes. And you, millennials, uh, <laughs> what, what kind of beer do you like?
2: Right now, <sighs> only IPA. I- yeah, hazy IPAs are uh, are uh, popular right now.
0: The uh, oh, hazy, you, hazy is that what thing? you like?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like those right now. Yeah, those are they're kind of
1: fruity.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> uh, just a little positively bit by there. Um, and Don uh, uh Joe.
1: I, you know what I I like everything. The only thing I don't like is like the uh, the dark malt liquor or you know yeah, yeah, those yeah. dark coffee right. beers. But sure. I like IPAs. I like light beers. I think there's a situation for both.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, WGN Radio for our hundredth anniversary has partnered up with some brewers, Ooh, and we oh. have Chicago's very own Golden Lager. That's really cool. That's Love awesome. It. Now this is awesome to celebrate our hundredth anniversary. WGN Radio partnered with a bunch of these uh, uh, brewers. Metropolitan Brewing Beer uh, is is one of the people that uh, I got to get them all right. Metropolitan Brewing, Chicago Brewseum, and Sype Brewing Company have created a WGN Radio uh, Lager beer. Now I'm a lager guy, I like a lager and a pilsner. I like them lighter. Mm-hmm. I'm an old sure. man. I like a Pabst Blue Ribbon. I, li- you know, I, I like, you know, I like an old style, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. And so listen to this, all these different places, the the release party is going to be on the 20th. I am working for our live broadcast, Lindsay, uh, a week from today to have some beer there. I'm like, well, can we give out? I guess I can't give out beer. You're not allowed to <laughs> oh. give away alcohol. Aww. Like, Name. who what? makes these rules? Come on. We got an election. I'll vote for whoever says I can give away beer. <laughs> yeah, come anyway, on. Anyway. Um, And uh, But anyway, you can go to these different uh, places that are going to, after the 20th, are going to have this beer. And I'm just going to quickly, Benny's Beverage Depot, you can buy them. Bottles and cans. Catch 35 has it on draft. Oh, nice. So I have this idea. So I have this idea that I'm going to probably shouldn't say on the air. But so what I was thinking is, what if like on a Tuesday, I'm just making this up. Love it. John Williams says, hey, tonight... Lou and I and a bunch of WGN people are going to go to I'm gonna Catch 35. And we're going to be there from X time to this time. And we're buying you WGN beer until the keg runs out.
2: Yeah. Love
0: it. Right? It'll
3: be so fun.
0: Now, you millennials probably don't know this song. Country, I mean, right
3: I am there. still a millennial, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Did you so have anyway, their uh, A Track? Super l- l- excited. L- 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 the beer can, the beer can, <laughs> if you go to WGNRadio.com, you'll see uh, it, the beer can is an uh, aluminum can that has says Chicago's very own golden lager. 5% alcohol. That's pretty Ooh. high for a beer, right? It's a good-looking can. Good. Yeah. good. Yeah. See, now the WGN area. microphone on the top of it, this is like a winner-winner chicken dinner. This yeah. is being, They could sell this all the time.
1: This is being picky, but it would be really cool if they had 7.2% alcohol. Oh. <gasps> Ah,
2: oh. 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 that's good. Joe. It's more of a late night. Yeah. That's a seven two is a late night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but five right. percent beer, and area. then you go night night. <laughs> yeah, yep. But but I
2: but I get it. The five percent is a good area to lay at for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't wait to try it. And uh, we're yeah. hopefully going to have samples at our uh, at our live broadcast coming up at the greenhouse Inn Who doesn't like beer at seven in the morning?
1: <sighs> well,
0: right? I do. Uh, uh, if you if you show me someone who doesn't like
1: beer at seven in the morning, I'll show you a liar. That's right, (laughs) a new enemy. (laughs) That's right.
0: Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. How can I help you this morning? That's our outdoor Oasis show. We have a lot of information to share with you this morning. We have a really cool Noodle uh, Noodaloo two as well that was inspired by my conversation with John Williams earlier in the week because he is uh he has a um, like a mission with dandelions in his yard. And you know, everybody wants organic weed control and I have the ultimate organic weed control tool that you're going to use to rid your um, yard of dandelions coming up after the 7 30 news this morning but right now I want to hear from you 857 557 4 557 4568 we will take a quick break and we'll be back right after this
10: hello we'll be- Lou. hello how are you good morning very good, uh you know, I having a problem with a peach tree. He had a lot of peaches last year, but they all turn moldy, and they were do the leaves are curled up they turn brown,, mm. and the peach they started getting moldy as they get ripe, even after I pick them they stay they stay moldy yeah, and after a couple of days had to throw them away hmm. so uh. Gotta be something that will help the this condition.
0: Right. Um it sounds to me like there's some sort of uh disease in the soil that's affecting the fruit. Now what what is the condition of the tree right now?
10: Right now there's uh after the well uh the flowers already gone stay, I expect to be another little peaches in there. Right now there's uh The leaves are started turning brown now. Some of the leaves they curled up and they're turning brown.
0: Mm -hmm. But no, no evidence of bug or anything like that, right? No, no bugs. It's just that the uh, the leaves don't look good. I'm trying to figure out. Don't look good. Bonide makes a fruit tree um, spray. It's like, but it's for. It's all natural, so you gotta, you know, obviously be very careful with that. Um, and I'm gonna find it here, so I want you to try this yourself. Okay, so it's a bonide. It's a, it's uh it's. You got a little disease that I want you to treat this thing. So do you have a pen or a pencil, Matthew?
10: Yes, hold on. Right. My wife is gonna write it down. What's the, her name? The product. What is-
0: It's okay. Get along. What is it? What is your name? Bonita. You know me. Oh, I know. Hi, Bonita. It's nice to talk with you again. All right. Bonide. B-O-N-I-D-E. Yeah. Fruit tree and plant guard concentrate. Now, this is going to help with the bugs and or any disease. And if we try treating this yourself... It's all natural um, it's not all na- but you it's not all it, it is natural, but you should be able to find it at a hardware store or a garden center and okay. mix it per the instructions on the bottle and let's give that a try and see what happens. Thank you very much. Thanks Benita. I appreciate you calling this morning eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Let's get another quick call in here before the break. This is Joanne and Lyle. Hi Joanne. Hi, how are you, Lou? I'm well. How may I help you? So
7: my uh, I put in new hardwood floors on my in my ranch on a slab um and about a year later my water heater um gave out and mm. all the floors were ruined. Mm. I know. And so this was in January. We waited until March to, you know, to make sure it was all dried out. My floor guy came. He he put in the new floors. And when I came back to look at them, they were already cupped.
2: Hmm.
7: So – They are redoing the floors again, of course, but I am, I am worried. I mean, who can I have come out to make sure these floors are completely dry before we do this one more time? And why in the world would this happen?
0: Okay. A, we had a lot of rain and this is what I want you to do. So in the, they're taking up the whole floor.
7: Well, um, no. Well, no. I think they're going to take up the um, the kitchen area and where it is cupped. It, the right, whole so it's not, not ruined.
0: Got it. Okay. So where the area is that we're going to cup it, I'd like them to also go a little bit further, like another, you know, couple of feet, to just ensure that it is nice and dry. Okay. I want you okay, to apply yeah. to the concrete a a. Concrete sealer that's gonna keep the moisture out called bone dry concrete sealer. Your uh-huh. flooring your flooring contractor doesn't know anything about this product, but it has been used in commercial floor applications forever. It's a Kenosha based company. You're gonna apply that first, then they're also gonna put an additional vapor barrier underneath this floor, and this is going to ensure that water doesn't come up from the from the slab below. Okay.
7: So they're not going to take up.
0: So they're just going to do it in the area. That's going to be enough. But I want a little bit more. So in other words, like, okay, uh, you know, Joanne, here it is. Now go another couple feet. So we're going to get more of that sealer in that area as well. I bet it's just moisture coming up from the ground that's causing this problem that you need to address. Thanks so much for the phone call. Hey, today's outdoor oasis theme show is sponsored by By the Yard, maintenance-free outdoor furniture. It's 7.30 in the morning. Time now for WGN Radio News. But we still have weeds in the yard. Nobody wants a bunch of dandelions and stuff. I have got the organic weed treatment for you right here in our Noodaloo 2. Take a listen.
3: The statement, they don't make things like they used to, is what this weekend's New to 2 is all about. Grandpa's weeder is an effective and effortless weed remover. Invented in 1913, Grandpa's weeder is a green innovation from a bygone generation. Recently remade after 70 years, it's a blessing to all who like their weeding easy with no bending over and no hand pulling. You just position the two gripping prongs over the weed, press into the ground, and then lean the long handle in the direction of the foot pad lever. Out comes the weed, root and all. Just a super simple tool and effortless to use. And bonus, it uses no chemicals. So it's great for yards with children, with pets, or really anyone just trying to stay away from those things. Ultimately, it's just a good old-fashioned, tried-and-true tool that's designed to last a lifetime. Grandpa's Weeder goes for $39.99. You can find out more information at housemartsradio.com Or check out the House smarts YouTube channel with tons of videos, DIY, tutorials, and new toluto's And don't forget to click the subscribe button while you're there.
0: It's a good one. You know, um... You know the company Fiskars that makes um, scissors, and they have garden tools? They tried a a version of this, which was like way more moving parts and all kinds of crazy stuff. And it worked, but this grandpa, it's like one, it's like a, it's a weed puller with a kickstand. Simple. Pop, go, pop, go. Get it to the root and go. You know. The thing is, if you want all this stuff to be weed, you know, chemical-free and stuff, it's going to mean a little bit more work. That's just the way it is. So um, this is a good one. Go to housemartsradio.com. There'll be a link there uh, to go to our YouTube channel to see it in action. You can find it online at the hardware stores, uh, home centers, garden centers. It really is a good one and will uh, will help you keep the yard weed-free naturally. And you get a little workout along the way, too. 857 857- Five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. I believe I'm going to go to Chris, who's in Racine. Hey, Chris, good morning. You're on Mart's Radio. Uh,
11: good morning. Good morning. So I have a quick question. Sure. I have um, crevices, deep um, cracks in my sidewalk. Um, I would say probably about an inch and a half in depth and maybe an inch and a half, two inches in width, maybe. Mm. And I have to have this repaired as soon as possible. And um, I don't right now want to um, have them repaired because $150 is flat. So I'm just trying to wait on that because I have several that I need to have done. What can I do right now that will get me through at least another year, just get me through
0: this year that, to repair that Are you, if that's possible? You want to try this yourself? So I want. Yes. All right. I think I can do this. I think you can. It's not that hard. So here's what is the. So you said about an inch and a half deep, and an inch and a half wide. Yes. All right. I might be off a little bit. Well, but I mean, but the point is, they're wide cracks. Yes. Take some. And the city
11: comes out. The city will mark them, and you have to have them repaired by a certain time.
0: I see. So this is this is a city sidewalk.
11: Well, you know, your your property, it's on your property. I but, see. Okay. You
0: know, All right. I want you to take some, have to take I want you, so I, I want you to do you have a couple things you're going to need. Some okay. wa- some wide masking tape. And on either side oh, of the crack, I want you to tape the masking tape to the concrete. So, you know, brush it off. <clears throat> then. Uh, oh, my pen stopped writing. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to write everything down. That's okay. Oh. That's okay. Why not? <laughs> you're gonna put okay. the you're gonna put the tape on either side of the crack because then you're gonna also buy a bag of sand mix. And it's like a concrete, but there's no stone, it's sand, so it's smoother consistency and easier to apply. You're gonna mix that in a bucket. Okay. In a five gallon bucket with water. And you're going to mix it to a heavy okay. pancake batter consistency. Pancake yeah. batter, okay. Wear some gloves, because there's uh, <clears throat> when you're mixing this kind of stuff, it can dry out your hands. And so okay. then take a trowel or a spatula and put that inside those cracks, and then draw the spatula across. The reason you're going to put the... The tape on either side of the crack is that you get a nice clean line, and it doesn't look like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the house that Jack built. No offense to mm-hmm. anybody. To yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're going to draw that across. It's going to look nice and smooth. You're going to fill it in. You'll remove mm-hmm. the tape, and then you'll, re- you'll if you if you do all the taping first for all the cracks you have to fix, then you can mm-hmm. mix this bucket and go and do all the cracks. Once you fill it all, it's nice and smooth. Put something around mm-hmm. it so nobody steps on it. Give it overnight to dry. And yeah. r- remove the tape, and you're good to go. You just fixed it all oh. for probably $15. Okay, sounds like a plan. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857 557 4 A reminder, next Saturday, join us May 21st for our first live broadcast in almost three years. I'm super excited. Uh, Lindsey's going to be there. I'm going to be there. And uh, it's really going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Coming out and join us the 21st from 6 to 10, House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. will be live at the Greenhouse Inn on the campus of Misericordia in Rogers Park. Free parking. Grilled treats, complimentary of Oklahoma Joe's Smokers and Grill. A whiskey demonstration with DeKalb's own Whiskey Acres. A chance to win 100th anniversary WGN radio t shirts and tote bags and more. Join us Saturday, May 21st. The details are at WGNRadio.com slash events. Sponsored by Arnold Electric, Oklahoma Joe's Smokers and Grills, and by Whiskey Acres. It's 745 in the morning. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Let's talk with Jean, who's in Angola, Indiana. Jean, good morning. You're on HowSmart's Radio. Good
6: morning, Lou. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. What's going on? Okay, so
6: I need to know how I can clean my toilet bowls. They, I've tried everything that I've read online and wherever, and I still have the black ring and some rust residue.
0: They're white toilets, correct? Yes. So there is a product that you uh, historically would hear Ori and Samuelson talk about called Wink Toilet Bowl okay. Cleaner. And it used to be uh it was made in Iowa. It might still be, but Rust Oleum now owns the product. But it comes in a brown bottle, and it is okay. a really effective toilet bowl cleaner that if this doesn't do it, you're buying a new toilet. Oh, okay. So
6: and it's called Wink?
0: Wink Toilet Bowl Cleaner. Comes bowl in a cleaner. small okay. brown, not very exciting looking bottle uh by okay. packaging. And you'll find it at hardware stores, maybe the home center, maybe the grocery store, but mostly hardware stores. And it's a really highly, okay. if, if you follow the instructions, you basically, um, what I would do is take a, take like a cup and take a little bit of the water out of the bowl and dump it in the sink, right? Like two cups. So that the water, okay. so the water is below that black line that you're trying to eliminate. Then apply the cleaner, and get ready to be amazed.
6: Oh, well, there you go.
0: <laughs> oh, look, listen to that beautiful bird in the it. background. I like that. Are you, are you outside? Yeah, it sounds yes. great.
6: Yes, oh I am. I'm talking to Lou Alfresco.
0: <laughs> what? Is, <laughs> I like that. And is it beautiful uh, in Indiana today too?
6: It is. It's
0: gorgeous. Oh, we need it, right? We do. All right. Thanks for calling. Have a good day. You too. Bye. You know, this 90-degree weather that we had, like, right out of the box, it made me angry. I was actually angry on the first day. I was like, okay, all we wanted was warm weather, and there was, like, zero spring. And all of a sudden, it was, like, so hot and crazy. But it seems like, right? It was like, what is going on?
3: We totally missed those. But today is pretty beautiful. Today
0: is nice, and then it's supposed to calm down a little bit next week, which I think will be really good too um so anyway but i was like i was mad i didn't i was like why am i mad at the weather don't be mad don't be mad anyway lisa let's see if she, lisa's in spring valley hi lisa hi lou how are you i'm doing well uh, how may i help you this morning
6: the reason for my phone call as i mentioned to Lindsay, is two parts i purchased a home a year ago and it has granite counters in the kitchen and in the bathrooms and i understand that there's something you should use to seal it or clean it, and I'm wondering what you would recommend.
0: You want a P... The second- oh, go go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Do the second. Go ahead.
6: The second part is I have stamped concrete, and somebody said that I need to seal that, and I can't comprehend why you
7: would seal concrete, but I'm hoping you can help me.
0: Okay. So on the granite countertops, whether it's in the bathroom or the kitchen, you want what's called a pH balance cleaner, so that it keeps okay. it as clean as possible, but doesn't etch the surface. One of my favorites is a company called Granite Gold. And they not only okay. make that daily cleaner, buy a couple of bottles and leave it under the sink right there. Spray it, mm-hmm. let it sit there for a couple seconds, and then wipe it with a clean rag, you know, just for your daily cleaning. Okay. They make okay. a sealer. Perfect. The way you test with a sealer is take some water in a and put a dollop of water on the granite. If it gets absorbed okay. into the granite, then you know you need to seal it. So clean it off, apply the sealer, use a microfiber towel while it's still wet, and wipe it into the surface, okay? okay. And then when it dries, you gotta buff it again, just to buff it clean, uh, because you may get a little, you may see areas where if you don't buff it, it might be a little cloudy, but you'll, it'll just buff right away. Mm-hmm. And that will uh, keep, you know, avoid cleaning products and stuff on the granite, especially in the bathroom. But that should mm-hmm. be a nice thing that you do the ceiling probably once a year and uh, cleaning, you know, mm-hmm. as often as you want. Okay, and it's called what gold? Granite gold. Granite gold, complicated. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then on your stamped concrete, I mean, the thing is, with the stamped concrete, you've got all those different, creases it's not a bad idea to seal it it's not super necessary i talked about a great concrete sealer that i really love called bone dry concrete sealer if you go to okay. bone dry you mm-hmm. can learn more about that product and the advantages you have in using it thanks so much for the phone call it's seven fifty five in the morning we're broadcasting from the permaseal foundation repair studios We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Oh, our phone just got disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> just dropped. Off. Okay, so
10: uh, quick, quick, go ahead. Go ahead. Ma- I
3: was just to say, Max turning twenty one. Max twenty one That's on making Monday. me feel that's really old. Crazy. Oh, wow. right. Oh my yeah. gosh! I think he was six when we started working together.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. He was Sydney's bigger than my me. daughter. He's bigger than me. Um, Lindsay, how did you meet David?
3: Through friends of friends at a after bar late night one night.
0: <laughs> Joe, how did you meet your beautiful wife, Allie? High school. You guys were high school sweethearts. Yeah. Right? You dated for like 500 years before you finally popped the question.
1: When we were growing up listening to you, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's a long five hundred (laughs) years. Yeah, (laughs) and how did you meet uh, Gretchen? You know, uh, Joe. Since you've been, I mean, I know you know this, but you know, our own Don Kleppen is now engaged. I know we've all grown up a little bit. Yeah, Yeah.
2: how did you meet Gretchen? We met in high school at first, and then we we through friends, and then we reconnected um, three years ago
0: online. So my wife and I both met. um, My wife and I both met at Millikan University. We both went to college together. I'm a couple years older than her, and what happened to me is I went to school. I went for two years. I ran out of money. I took a year off to save money to go back to school. And then when I came back, all my buddies were seniors now, but I came back as a junior. She was a freshman, and we met, and I wasn't so nice as a college kid. You know, we dated a little bit, and then I was not a nice guy. And anyway, long story short, we end up together. It worked out yeah (laughs) so far and um so it was really nice so i mentioned before the break that our son quinn three weeks from today is getting married to the beautiful amy uh and we're gonna uh be in new york for the wedding super excited about that and when he was going to college you know he was our first one to go to college so you know, like most parents, you go overboard, especially with the first one. Oh, we're going to visit all these schools, and you know we're got to go look at all these schools. And we—I think we went to go to ten. We went to ten different schools. Wow! Wow! And he and I did a lot of that, and then his mother went to a couple of them. And at the tail end, and we went. It was mostly. Uh, it was like University of Wisconsin. We went to see U of I. We took a little trip out east, and he went to look at Johns Hopkins and um liola maryland and uh you know so anyway he and he applies and he gets into a bunch of schools right this is all good right mm-hmm. no rhyme or reason for those of you that have kids going to college you know you're going the first time there is no rhyme or reason how they get into these schools it's crazy anyway the tail end of all these visits he announces to me and his mother i think i'm going to apply to michigan and we're like well we didn't go see Michigan. You know, that wasn't even, like, on the list. Yeah, no, I just, you know, I, I did a little research, and I, and I, you know, it's a really good school, and, and I think that I want to apply there. I go, well, why? Go, yeah, you're right. Michigan's a very good school. And he goes, I don't know. You know, it's a really good school. And, you know, he goes, I may meet the girl that I'm going to marry wow. in college. And I just want to make sure I'm going to the right place. So he gets into Michigan. His mother takes him to the like accepted students thing you know where they have like a and he immediately falls in love with michigan and decides to go to michigan and two years later he meets the girl that he's going to get married to three weeks from today wow Man, that's unbelievable isn't that cool yeah. that's really cool right i that's mean a that's great story like a little foreshadowing thing and she's lovely and they both you know went to school they live here we're very lucky that they both live and work here and um
2: Smart guy, too. It's a big, it's a big, (laughs) that's a good, you know, uh, decision making process. I guess. You know, that's something.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I couldn't get him to, you know, Pick up the laundry off the floor, but he made that decision. Yeah, that but
1: the moral sense. of the story is your son was a good guy in college, and for whatever reason, you said you weren't.
3: I know, I've never heard that part yeah, of that story, that? Lou. Yeah,
1: I wasn't uh, a good guy in college, no, but I, yeah. I was, it worked out. I was a good guy. Thing I totally it was just get.
0: that. See, I think that what I want to establish this. It was like so. What happened was, you know, Milliken was a small school.
1: Backtracking
0: and now. And so, no, that. no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, round, I'm gonna round it out, and I'm gonna, sh- and I'm gonna tell you what. It is. So. So Millican was a small school. I'd been gone for a couple of years. You know, it was kinda of like a high school. There were only like right. I don't know, sixteen hundred kids there. Everybody knew everybody. Well, when I came back, you know, there was a lot of fish in the sea, even at a Millican for a young co ed like myself, right? So I wasn't looking to, you know, settle down with can't any kind of relationship. Down. Yeah. You can't free, you can't hold a good in. man down. You this know, is college man I gotta be me. free, man. <laughs> That's and, it. Um what
1: speech did you give your son before he went over to Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I think I should stop. But so I'm going I'm I'm to bring it. I mean, it's a sweet story. So my now wife, who was we were dating and probably wanted to get more serious than I wanted to, and I just wasn't, you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. And anyway, so I wasn't that nice, and we broke up, and all the girls in her sorority hated me. <laughs> like, I wasn't, you know, oh, he's such a jerk, whatever. And <clears throat> prior to this, she had told me a lot about her grandfather, Mike Quinn, who was a big Irishman off the boat. He was a Chicago fireman, a captain in the Chicago fire department. And um, we had broken up Christmas, you know, the the Christmas had passed. And I had learned that her grandfather had passed away. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was sad. And I, you know, I knew how much that her grandfather meant to, to her. And so I thought about that and I went and got a card, a sympathy card and, you know, I just wrote a little note. Sorry that you lost your grandfather. I know he's very important to you. And I walk over to the sorority house with the card, and, like, the girls give me, like, the evil eye. What are you doing here? <laughs> and I'm like, could you give this to Mary Beth? And um, then we kind of reconnected, you know, a couple weeks later. And I saw her again, small school. I so said, really sorry about your grandfather, this and that. And we've been together ever since.
4: Wow. Wow. Aww. So her grandfather, nice. without, yeah.
0: and I never met the man. Had a lot to do with um, us getting together. And then, as another aside, he was Mike Quinn.
1: I was just going to say, hey. yeah, yeah. I, I never Quinn realized that. Named,
0: Quinn is named, that's Aww. a family name. So, wow. he's named. Isn't that cool? That is very Bring it cool. it all full circle. It's, yeah,
1: that's great. Way to save yourself, Luke. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey. When Joe's filling in again, <laughs> tell him he's not welcome. <laughs>
1: That's why I didn't tell you I was coming today.
3: Oh, <laughs> we, we missed that. you, Joe. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm we'll making a, a little goose. Trying to keep you're everyone goose. humble you're here. little Bonk. goose. <laughs> a little goose. All right, eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Eileen in Riverside. Eileen, you're on Housemarts Radio. Good morning. Good morning.
6: I'm calling because. I have a bathroom on the second floor which is seldom used. I was up there the other day and I noticed there was no water in the water bowl. The tank did have water, but the water did not leak into the bowl. I don't know where the water went.
0: Did you flush the toilet?
6: Yes, I did.
0: And did it come back? The water
6: went. it, It went. The water went. From the tank, went into the toilet bowl, and I've been watching it. It looks like it's slowly going down in the bowl.
0: Mm.
10: The
6: tank did fill up.
0: Okay. It's a couple things. One is, for anybody that has a bathroom that maybe you don't use that often, it's a really good idea, at least once a week, to go in there and turn everything on, flush everything, and that's it. I mean... You know, my wife and I are now empty nesters in our home, and you know we use the powder room and we use our master bath, and um, and then the other bathrooms we don't use. But I go in there every week or so and I turn on the faucets and I, you know, flush the toilet. So that's a good idea. My guess is with you, Eileen, is that the flapper, the little flapper that closes, because it's not wasn't being used it's probably misshapen and it's allowing a little bit of water to leak into the tank which then eventually when the tank gets the water builds up a little bit then it siphons off a little bit as well and i bet if you were to replace that flapper which would be a you know six or seven the tank? in the tank a six or seven dollar item and keep in mind, uh-huh. keep in mind that that's clean water. So it's two little ears you flip off, you disconnect the chain, you put the new one on, and I bet you're good to go.
6: But why is the toilet bowl losing
0: water? Because the, toilet the flap... toilet no, no, empty. No, I understand. The flapper is leaking a little bit of water into the bowl so it's actually adding water to the bowl when it gets to a certain height it just sucks it out because it's a it's a physics thing based on the trap in the toilet and it just totally pulls it out and it also quite frankly too could be evaporation i mean if you is it weeks since sometimes that you don't go use that bathroom definitely yeah Change the flapper. So I should
6: replace
4: change,
0: the flapper. Replace the flapper, and then get in the habit once a week to go flush everything and turn everything on and off.
6: Okay. I'll try.
0: Call me back. Thank you. Thanks, Eileen. I appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, it's time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet.
6: During the sale. Yeah,
0: hold on. Laura, you there? Um, Laura? I think I would yell at her. Laura, I don't know. We've got to be careful. I Laura's got to talk with She's just going. No, no, no. No, no, she's, I think she's arguing with somebody right now. Do
6: you want me to bring him up?
0: Yeah, no. Up. Right. She just got the phone down. She's, oh, I'm on hold. You're going down. I just don't want to make sure she swears. That would not be good. Right? Laura, you there? Hey, Laura. Laura, Laura. 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 Okay. I'm going to, how about this? We'll get Laura. Let's see. We'll put Laura on. Laura, you there? Laura. Hey,
6: oh, thank you so much.
0: What did you Mr. buy? What were you What were you buying?
6: <laughs> I am volunteering at the Academy Shop in Oak Park, and it's a hundred years old, and it's a resale place, and it's simply magnificent. Oh, that's so, so
0: nice. I was just worried because so me- you were you were having a conversation. I just wanted to make sure you didn't say something naughty. Oh no! All right. Good. How <laughs> okay, How may my I help time you?
6: Is Um, I just moved into the tiniest kitchen you've ever seen. I had the landlord remove the traditional oven, and I put a baker's rack where on top I'm putting a Breville Smart Oven and on the middle shelf a 700-watt microwave. There's only one outlet on that side of the kitchen, so I keep having to plug and unplug. So I'm trying to find an appliance, a white appliance three-foot extension cord that ha- goes into the wall, and then it has, on the end, two options where I can plug in either unit. I would never use any unit, you know, at simultaneously they would use be used separately. I'm coming up short.
0: Um, I, okay, so they make a... I'm trying to think of what the... I don't even know what to tell you what the manufacturer is. What about instead of a... How about we do a power strip?
6: Well, I thought of a power strip, but um, can you use that for appliances?
0: Well, sure. I mean, the you need a heavier duty. So within the, well, let's think about this. So you want it white. Yes. I'm holding in my hands right here a heavy duty. Uh, I have a uh, this three-prong. It's a three-outlet extension that uses a number 12 wire, and it's white. I know.
6: Yes. Yes. That's yes, it. Yes, yes, I know. Yes,
0: yes, I know. I, you know if I. Where did
6: you find it?
0: Well, I can't remember, and I'm looking right at it. I'm literally holding it in my hand, and it is it. it is a, a twelve. It's a twelve gauge wire which you could use for an appliance, and it's probably two feet long, and there's three plugs on the end.
6: Oh, I, I need three feet long.
0: Well, they may it may ha- they may have that, but uh, I mean I'm sure you'll find it. I, the thing is, most appliance cords are brown, right? Okay. And um, All right. and so, the, the, but they don't have the um, they don't have the um, a three outlet or a two outlet on the end.
6: Okay, but I could use a strip. So I. I well, you could. It that. needs to
0: be. It needs okay. to be though. The thing is, is that it needs to be a heavy duty cord. It needs to be at least a twelve gauge wire.
6: Okay, I will look. May I ask one more very quick question? Sure. This bathroom is so antiquated. Um, how do I remove the screw-in toothbrush holder and cup holder? Is there a way to do it without leaving a mark?
0: Oh wow! You mean in the wall?
6: Yeah, in the in the in the tile.
0: Well, but is it? But do you actually physically see a screw?
6: I see a screw on the bottom. I see a little teeny tiny screw yeah so on that's
0: bottom. a teeny tiny set screw that you'll loosen and then the thing will flip up and then there'll be a bracket underneath there that is okay. that it clips onto which if you take those two screws out there'll be two holes But uh, at least you can, it's probably just a little flat-bladed screwdriver that you will loosen in an old uh, bathroom like that. And then you flip it up and out, and then there's a bracket on the wall that comes out with two screws. You'll be left with two holes. Depending on the color of the tile, you could fill it in with a little colored caulk that might work. Thanks so much for the phone call. All right, we need to take a quick break. Uh, By the way, today's outdoor Oasis-themed show is sponsored by By the Yard Maintenance-Free Outdoor Furniture. When we come back, we're going to have a conversation with the co-founder of the Barbecue Authority. But first, this report of WGN Radio News. One of the things that uh, really kind of brings it all together is good food and of course, you can barbecue at any time and grill any time of the year, but it certainly seems like we do a heck of a lot more of it in the spring and the summer and even the fall. So we wanted to get the 411 on some really good stuff and where you can go find it. Joining me on the phone line is Adam McMahon, who is the co-founder of the Barbecue Authority. Adam, good morning and welcome to How smarts Radio. Lou, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure being on. All right. Tell me a little bit about the Barbecue Authority. So Barbecue
12: Authority or BBQAuthority.com is an online uh, barbecue and outdoor living website serving the entire U.S. Uh, We do have a showroom in the Chicagoland area, though, uh, in Lyle, Illinois. Uh, Basically, we specialize in all things grills, smokers, accessories, outdoor living features, Anything to kind of optimize uh, the outdoor cooking experience.
0: Hmm. And how did you how did you folks get started with this?
12: So we, my partner and I, actually started in the fireplace industry, which uh, doesn't seem like there'd be much of a connection there. Uh, we had a vendor of ours that actually sold gas grills. Uh, they manufactured gas logs, but they also sold, sold gas grills. So uh, we brought in some of their grills just uh, to kind of see what they did. Right, and we realized in the Chicago market, that there was quite a demand for them. Uh, people wanted a little bit more than, you know, something they'll find just at the hardware store, or the big box store. Right. So uh, we started to invest a little more uh, in our outdoor living category, in our store, um, brought, brought in, uh, I should say, we partnered with some other grill manufacturers. And we realized that the demand was much bigger than just the Chicagoland area. Right. So we thought, hey, how do how do we expand outside of that? And that's how uh, BBQAuthority.com was built. And now uh, we serve the entire United States with uh, a whole line of uh, grill smokers, accessories, uh, anything. Like I said. Uh, to optimize your outdoor living
0: space. Well, and it, it certainly seems to me, you know, the, the biggest challenge, I think, with a with a brick-and-mortar store, and, and I'm sure this is the case with your showroom, you can only have so much on the floor, right? There's only so much space. And the beauty of the Internet is, you know, you can show a lot of different things, and people can really do their research. It, it seems to me that when it comes to buying a grill... A lot of people do a lot of research online to get comfortable with it, and then, of course, it's important at some point to to touch and feel it, which is nice. You know, for those in the Chicagoland area who are listening to us, although people listen to us all across the country, um, you know, they could come into your showroom and 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 kind of touch and feel and, and see what it's going to look like.
12: Absolutely, and uh, one trend that we see progress every year is uh, grills just keep getting larger and larger and larger. So, uh, <laughs> you definitely hit it on the head that, you know, there's only so much that you could put on a showroom floor. Uh, but we do our best, uh, when you visit our website, you could see everything you need to know about the grill, pictures, videos, specs, what makes grill A, B, and C different. Right. Um, so we really try to bring you the full experience of the grill, whether you're in our showroom in Chicago or you know, you're on the west or east coast, we try to give you a similar experience.
0: You uh, you mentioned that uh, grills just seem to be getting bigger and bigger. Can, can you talk a little bit about um, some of the trends or the best sellers that you're seeing now? Is it is it have to do with size, or does it have to do with the function or the, the flexibility of these grills?
12: People are looking for more than just cooking space now when they purchase a grill. So what we're seeing is kind of the revolution or a new wave of outdoor kitchens. Before you used to see outdoor kitchens just basically in Florida, California, the coast, and now they have definitely made their way inland. So instead of people just wanting a cart grill, a lot of times they want a full counter space that they could put more components than just a grill. Right. Um, what we have uh, that you know, we're, we're quite proud of is we have our own exclusive line of barbecue authority bundled islands. So what that does is it gives you multiple different sizes with multiple different grills, refrigerator options, drawer options, trash can options. So if you do have the space, you could get more than just what you would on a cart grill. Mm. So a lot of people want that option of just, uh, having more available to them while they're cooking than just simply a cart grill.
0: Well, and I, you know, I, I mentioned uh, right at the beginning the fact that, uh, you know, yeah, sure, this is prime time for grilling and barbecue, but even us in the Midwest here in the middle of winter, a lot of people do this kind of grilling and outdoor cooking. I know I do. Uh, it really doesn't matter what the weather is because, you know, you can get a setup and work it outside. And, I mean, when we talk about creating an outdoor living space, and, and you folks at the, the Barbecue Authority certainly are part of that, is that... You can do this 12 months a year, no matter where. I mean, obviously, no matter where you live. Sure, it's great if you're in Florida or California, but uh, uh, in the Midwest, you can do it as well.
12: Yeah, it's shocked me. Before I kind of became a part of this industry, I did not realize uh, how many people uh, barbecue or grill 365 days a year.
11: <laughs> and
12: um, if you're standing over the grill, if you've ever been out there in 10-degree weather, uh, you stay plenty warm, yeah, uh, which right, is one right. thing I didn't realize. Right, still. right, right, right. Um, no, but we also uh, offer uh, outdoor heaters, fire pit products, stuff like that to help you stay warm while you're cooking in the in the depths of winter.
0: I love that. T- tell me a little bit about uh, the team you've put together over at the Barbecue Authority.
12: So we're just a bunch of uh, guys and girls that love to grill. I mean, we come from all walks of life. We all have different talents um, that uh, we contribute to the team as a whole. But I think one common denominator is that, you know, this is a fun industry to be in. Yeah. I would say most of our employees have at least one or two of our grills in some cases <laughs> um, at home. And I'm really proud that, you know, they take the time, even outside of work, to kind of always be on the forefront. Hey, uh, you know, we we found this grill line out there. Hey, we should try this rubber sauce or this new accessory or Wi-Fi thermometer or whatever. So everyone's extremely enthusiastic, and I think that's been a huge part of our growth.
0: That's great. I know that uh, at your company, too, you're focused on giving back to the community, too. Can you talk a little bit about uh, that initiative?
12: Sure. So um, we you know, try to do everything that we can to give back. Um, the community has given so much to us. So we do have our own exclusive line of hot sauce, special formula number four. Uh, if you're in the Chicago area, stop in and try it. Or uh, if you purchase something on bbqauthority.com, we're happy to ship you one, too. Mm. Uh, 20% of the proceeds go to Midwest Shelter for Homeless Veterans. Um, so that's uh, a, a organization we try to contribute quite a bit to. Uh, my partner is a veteran, um, so it's a cause near and dear to our heart. Um, and then the other thing that we do uh, is the West Suburban Egg Fest. So it's a big green egg cook-off. Uh, where we bring in local competitors, have a uh, cooking competition on Big Green Eggs at our showroom in Lyle. The last Big Green Eggs Fest benefited Watts for Love, which is an organization that helps bring infrastructure and lighting to villages in Uganda. And then uh, prior to COVID, we had a uh, our second one set up with Special Olympics. Unfortunately, like much else in the world, uh, we uh, lost that opportunity due mm. to the pandemic. But uh, next year, as long as everything keeps trying trending in the right direction, uh, we will certainly be back with for an egg fest to benefit the Special Olympics.
0: Well, we were talking uh, before we started uh, our conversation of the fact that you went to Marquette University up in Milwaukee. So those Jesuits obviously taught you well about returning and being for others. So I like to hear that. It's nice to hear about companies that are doing well, and as you mentioned, it's such a fun industry. People, you know, are happy to. Come and learn about what the things you have and the fact that you give back, I think, is so important.
12: No, we uh, we do everything we can. We're blessed to have as much uh, support as we do, so always happy to give back.
0: All right, so if people want to learn more about all the different products that you sell, Adam, uh, where do they go? Uh, online,
12: they could go to bbqauthority.com, or if you're in the Chicagoland area, uh, you could visit us in Lyle at 1704 Ogden Avenue.
0: Adam McMahon is the co-founder of the Barbecue Authority, bbqauthority.com, if you'd like to learn more. Adam, thanks so much for getting up with us this morning. I really do appreciate it.
12: Lou, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much.
0: All right. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. 857-557-4LOU will get that gift certificate. So send me a text, 7th one 857 Five five seven four Lou, and just text us. Um, I don't know. What do you want? To, what do you want them to say? Um, BBQ. BBQ. The seventh person that sends BBQ will win the hundred dollar gift card to the BBQ Authority. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou is the phone number as well. This is Diane in Wisconsin. How may I help you, Diane? Um, oh, there she is. 630. It's a lot, to You know, it's a lot. You're on hold. You've got to interview Diane's in Wisconsin. Hey, Diane, are you there? Hello, Lou. Yes, I am. Thank well, you. Where are you calling from in Wisconsin? West Bend. Oh, I know where West Bend is. Did you go to a fish fry last night?
11: No, we didn't. We had our own
0: fish fry at home. Oh, that's good. <laughs> When we when we get done with my but we
11: usually do we usually go to the Columbia and they have a uh, the nights at Columbus have one it's just fabulous they I have all kinds of
0: stuff s- I said to my wife that when we get done with the, our son's wedding you know which is in three weeks I go I want to go to a fish fry one Friday night you know I'm still doing the Seattle Sutton but you know I can celebrate with a fish fry mm-hmm. how may I help you Diane well that that's the place to go.
11: And congratulations on on your son getting married. My Thank grandson just got married. Oh,
0: congratulations. That's wonderful. So,
11: that's it's, you know, boy, you get old fast.
0: Mhm. How may I help you?
11: Well, we moved up here about 5 years ago. And on uh we have like an open, you know, living room, dining room, kitchen thing. And the patio door that goes out onto the deck doesn't have a screen door. And I talked to my carpenter and he said it won't fit one it's too the the you know the it's too narrow around the edges would a retractable screen door work like in there is in
0: it a space? is it a patio door is it a swinging patio door or a sliding patio? yes
11: door? yes it swings in
0: swings in and he is saying that it's too narrow yes well
11: there isn't there isn't enough of a of a, a frame around it
0: mm. um well, they do. I mean, there's a company, probably, probably the largest company that makes storm doors, Larson. They make mm-hmm. they make custom doors. Oh, so, they do? Oh, a hundred percent. And um, you might be able to order it all online and just have your your carpenter or whomever to install mm-hmm. it. And if you just take the dimensions of the opening, it's not going to be. You know, you can buy a. Uh, you know, a screen door, an aluminum screen door for a couple hundred bucks, standard. That's probably Mm -hmm. a little bit more these days. But this may cost you double, might be $400, but it'll be custom made for that opening and it will be their typical edge and frame and you'll pop it on there and then you'll have a screen door probably matching whatever the finish is on that door right now. But it absolutely can be, (laughs) it absolutely can be made.
11: Okay, I'll look into that then.
0: You got it. I appreciate. it. For ahead.
11: some reason, the people put one of these retractable doors on the garage door that yeah. goes out to the, and it's just a piece of crap.
0: Pardon me. You know, I, I have to tell you that the the retractable it's a neat idea. But they always seem to hang up. And the problem with any yeah. co- anything that's retractable, especially a screen, right? Think about how dirty yeah. a screen gets. And it gets dirty yeah. and dirty. And then the mechanism gets dirty. And then it hangs up. And then it tears. And it's a whole big yeah. saga. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. if you can avoid that, go to Larson.com. L-A-R-S-O-N. Okay. Mm-hmm. It may be Larson Storm Door. Google it so you don't end up going someplace you don't want to go. But um, okay. see if you can order a custom-made door.
11: Okay. Well, thank you so much. You have a wonderful wedding,
0: and uh, I appreciate all your help, Lou. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you so much. Have a great day. It is 8.57 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. So I hope you'll come out Saturday, May 21st from 6 to 10, House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, broadcasting live from the Greenhouse Inn. They just remodeled it, fresh can of paint. Uh, it's all nice and bright and new, and we're going to set up inside there and... We're going to, outside this little patio, and the Oklahoma Joe's is going to have a couple of grills set up, and we're going to sample some foods. If you're in the market for uh, grills or anything like that, they'll be out there as well. They're going to be also demonstrating and smoking some cocktails from our friends over at Whiskey Acres, and you'll have a chance to win 100th anniversary WGN Radio t-shirts, tote bags, and more. Join us this Coming Saturday, week from today. Details are at WGNRadio.com slash events. Plenty of free parking. Sponsored by Arnold Electric, Oklahoma Joe's Smokers and Grills, and Whiskey Acres. Really looking forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. Be nice to reconnect. Uh, you and I, Lindsay, we haven't done a remote in a long time. We'll be You'll be hitting me, read this, and all that kind of stuff. So we'll have to... We'll can't, wait. Be, can't, can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait, can't wait. Do you still have the applause box? I do have the oh. applause. That's so funny, Joe, that you mentioned that. I was just looking at that. It's in my office, and I will have You're, to break you've been, that You've been trying out. it at home? It's warming up. I just What I do is if I'm doing any kind of project around the house, I just walk around with the box, and I plug it in, and I, I put it in front of Mary Beth, and I turn it on, and she just looks at me. She, she gives me the number one sign. I was going to say,
3: does she, she applause, or does uh-huh. she Tough crowd. do anything else?
0: You're number one. Read between the lines. And so, uh, anyway, yeah, I'm going to bring the applause. That's good, Joe. Thank you for uh, reminding me. It's sitting right there, ready Should've to been
3: go. Nicer to her in college. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Get some like, applause are, today. Are you being current Lou or college Lou? You're right, now, I am current Lou. You know, it, she likes to remind me, you know, every now and then we'll talk about, like, oh, you know, we're going to, this in June, uh, you know, um, we're going to be married uh, June 9th. Uh, we're going to be married thirty-two years. She goes, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet. Not there yet. So anyway, we're. I think we'll be fine. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. All right, let's go down to the south side in Orland Park and talk with Joe. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Hello, Joe. Hello. Hello. My name's is Joe. Is this Lou? This is. How are you? How may I help you?
13: Good. Well, buddy, I got a problem with my son's garage door. His garage floor has buckled in the middle, and the sides don't meet. I want to know how we can uh, straighten this out. I was told we need somebody to cut the cement out and put in new cement, and I can't find anybody to do that.
0: So the center has buckled, but has it? Has the center come up or the sides have gone down?
13: The center has gone up.
0: Okay, so it isn't the but and an other than and is it a straight line or is it all jagged?
13: Oh, it's a straight line.
0: Okay, but if I could lift the outer sides of it, would the center go down or no?
13: I don't think so, Lou. Okay. It's, uh, no.
0: Well, chances are, if you were going to mobilize somebody to come out, um, and do that, you know, to cut out the center and redo it, it would be just as cheaper to have them just re-pour the whole floor. Is it a detached or a attached garage?
13: Oh, it's attached. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. You got a pen or a pencil? And where you're you're on a, you're on a South Orland Park. Okay. Give these give Andreas and Sons a call. Let me know when you're ready for the number. Andreas and son. You ready for the phone number? Go ahead. 708. Got it. 863. yeah. 5735. Tell them. All right, we'll try that. Try that. But my point is, they'll probably come and tell you, yeah, we can replace the floor. By the time they cut out the center, you might as well just do the whole thing.
14: Okay, buddy.
0: Appreciate your call, and thanks so much. 857 557 4 This is uh, Janet in Palatine. Hi, Janet. You're on House Smarts Radio.
15: Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Love you. (laughs) I have a problem. I bought this condo, one bedroom, one bath, in Palatine for my mom, and we closed on it, and I was going to paint it, and I've been told by painters there was a heavy smoker in here, and then I started noticing Everything's yellowing. The track lights are yellow, vertical blinds, yellow switch plates, outlet covers all have this nicotine yellowing.
0: Mm-hmm.
15: What can I use to remove all that?
0: Um, well, on those devices, it's probably just easier to replace all that. What, what about the odor itself, like when you're in the place?
15: Yeah, well, they replace the flooring with some new... Um,
0: right, but when you files. walk in there now, is anybody living in that house or no?
15: No, it's it's empty, as you can hear the echo, I'm here now. Okay, but when uh, no, you
0: walk in, cares. when you, well, let me ask, you, are you a smoker or no? No. Okay, so when... My
15: mom's not, she's 90.
0: Okay, when you walk in right now from the outside coming in, do you smell the smoke?
15: Yes, there's a slight odor of okay.
0: smoke. Okay, so this, if it were me, okay, what I would do is I would take all those devices off, the switch plates and the receptacles, and I'd have all that replaced. Because it's embedded in there, and you could have an electrician, like an Arnold Electric, come out and switch out all those devices. In the meantime, while you're waiting for them to show up, you're going to take all the switch plate covers off, and you're going to wash everything down, like the window treatments and that kind of stuff. Janet, it's just got to go. It's not. Yeah. What about
15: painting? Well, yeah. So here, here, it's not going to be able to paint.
0: No, no, no. Hold on. You're going to wash the walls down with spick and span. They can stand. And it's My gonna. Favorite. And, and you're gonna you're gonna put towels down and tarps. And when you're washing those walls down, you're gonna see the nicotine come down. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Then kills makes a primer designed for smoke. They make a they make a so like you would use this after a fire. Okay. So it will okay. definitely handle cigarette smoke. They make a perfect. They make an oil-based product, which is super stinky and pungent. And they Mm -hmm. also make a water. I believe it's called Kills Restore. And I Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. used this waterborne product with some soot staining on a ceiling. And I was super impressed by the coverage. And you won't choke a horse when you're putting it on. Hmm. So then they're they're going to bleed through.
15: A lot of the painters told me quotes from fifteen hundred to seventy five hundred dollars. It'll bleed through if you paint it. You don't.
0: No. You got to do it
15: the right way. Well,
0: right. This is the right way. You're going to wash the wall, then you're going to put this smoke primer on everything, and then you're going to use a paint and primer in one. I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. You know, all in. You know, you said it's a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. I mean you might spend 5 grand to have that professionally painted what I, how I just mm-hmm. described it you know so I mean that that mm-hmm. that doesn't surprise me but the thing is that you need to go the next level and replace mm-hmm. all the devices get rid of all and any and all window treatments use the spick and span to wipe down the inside of the cabinets and you know rinse it and wash I mean it's mm-hmm. it's a big job but you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then the other thing is it forced air heating and cooling Yep so, we got to get the ductwork cleaned and the furnace cleaned. And then. Well, that
15: was all replaced before we moved in.
0: Okay, that's good. But the ductwork probably needs to be cleaned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
15: How about the outside of the cabinets? Can I use stick and stand?
0: Sure. Okay. Don't get them soaked, but you can wipe them all down with a damp sponge.
15: Okay. Good enough. Good Thanks, luck. Lou.
0: Appreciate you calling. Appreciate it. Yep. Have a great day. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou, smoke damage is the worst. It's really hard, and you gotta, you just gotta go to the next level because especially if you're super sensitive to it, no matter what, you know, you come in. Oh, it still smells like smoke. But if you do all these things that I just described, you should be in pretty good shape. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this.
6: Uh, Prescott
0: Valley. Oh, I know that area. How may I help you?
6: Um, We are enclosing our patio, and the cement has stains on it from from watering plants. And before they come out to enclose the patio, I wanted to know how to clean the cement.
0: What are you ultimately going to do to that cement once it's closed?
6: Maybe put a rug down.
0: Yeah. I mean, if this has been years and years and years... You may not be super successful, you know, pulling up any kind of stain, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's probably, you know, it's probably some blend of, even though it's, uh, you were watering the plant, it's dirt, there might be a little oil, uh, you know, maybe some bleed from whatever pot was there. And so we need some pretty robust cleaner that you could apply on there and then scrub. So right now the patio is completely outside,
6: Yes. Well, right. it's covered. It's a covered patio.
0: Mm-hmm. And how many stains are is... how many stains are we talking about? Um, two. Okay. Let, why don't we just let's make it easy? Buy a bottle of CLR, which is a okay lactate acid base cleaner, and full strength. Mm-hmm. Full strength. I want you to pour a little bit over the stain. Wear some gloves. Okay. Use a stiff nylon brush and really scrub it into the stain. And when you do okay. that, it'll turn into a kind of it'll get frothy as you're doing it, and then let it sit there for ten mm-hmm. minutes or so. Come back and scrub it again, and then hose it off. Okay. It'll be better, uh, but I don't know that you'll completely eliminate it. Okay, I'll give it a try. Yeah, give it a try, and um, thanks for listening out there. I appreciate it hmm Thank you so much. You got it. It's early in the morning out in Arizona to be listening to us on the radio. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou, eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Ruth in Morton Grove. Hi, Ruth. Hi. How may I help you? Lou? Yes, ma'am.
7: Uh, I'd like to get my I'd like to get my yard fixed. I, I have old pavers and I need a retaining wall rebuilt. Could you recommend anybody to come out? Nobody,
15: I I don't know who to call.
0: I have a terrific person who's been a friend of mine and I've done business with him for over thirty years. You have a pen or a pencil? I've I've, I've, I've talked yes, to him on the I radio do. over the years. Tommy Polina Landscaping. Tommy Polina. P o l l i n a. Irish guy. Okay. And. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, his phone number is eight four seven. Yeah, 847- 698- 698- 698 nine eight. Six nine eight. Six eight six eight. Six eight six
7: eight. Thank you very much. I didn't know who to call, and I'm just you know now's the time you want to get anything done.
0: Well, and you got to plan I, at, you gotta, it. You got you got to plan ahead because everybody's super busy. So I mean, no matter whom you contact, no matter whom you contact, you know you're going to be. You know, it is. Uh, it right. Is somebody. Then another uh, person to call too to get another bit, if you'd like, is you know our friends yes. over at Architect. No, but Architect of Chicagoland, and okay. they're someone you could contact as well. Okay. Is there a number? I don't have that off. Uh, keep listening. I'll have Lindsay find it and I'll read it on the air. Okay.
7: Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. very You much. too.
0: I appreciate you calling this morning. Eight five seven. 5574 Lou is our phone number. By the way, okay, I want to tell right. you, you got the number? Go uh, ahead.
3: Yes. It is 847 250 4100.
0: One more time. Now mm, I lost it.
3: 847 847- <laughs> 250 847- Two five zero forty one hundred.
0: And in case you haven't uh, heard yet, you know, WGN Radio is turning 100 years old. And on May 19th, be sure to tune into WGN TV and watch the special 100th documentary that we put together looking at the station's past and present. 100 years of WGN Radio, Thursday, May 19th at 7 p.m. on WGN TV's Channel 9. And uh, we've gotten a lot of um, uh, requests from people like um, like Maureen, who lives in Arizona. You know, she can't get Channel 9 and would like to see the documentary. So they're trying to figure out a way to be able to download it or, you know, somehow via streaming. More details to come. And, uh, you know, the devil's always in the details. But we'll have a way for you to all see that for those of you that don't live in Chicago. But uh, make sure you put on your calendar, May 19th, 7 p.m., WGN-TV, Chicago's Channel 9, or whatever channel it is on your cable provider or streaming service. It's 9.30 in the morning. Uh, When we come back, I'm going to have a conversation with our friends over at By The Yard. They make unbelievable outdoor furniture that I absolutely love, and we're going to talk a lot about it, and I think you'll find it pretty interesting all about your outdoor oasis and how to enjoy it, and great furniture is one way to do it. But first, this report of WGN Radio News, right? You've got your home, you've got your mortgage, you've got your taxes, you've got your yard, and whether you have a deck or a patio, whatever it might be, ultimately what you're going to need is some place to hang out and have a good time. About seven years ago, the people at Buy the Yard came from Minnesota And opened up a showroom um, in Vernon Hills. And I had the chance to almost right away uh, meet these people and see the stuff that they were building, which was amazing. And I remember we got our first little piece of furniture because I just thought it was so impressive. And since then, I'm a little concerned that I'm becoming sort of like a a collector of by-the-art furniture because it's so nice and it's so well built that, we just can't get enough of it, and uh, I absolutely love it. Joining me on the phone line is Leah Steibel. She is the marketing director over at Buy the Yard. Leah, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio.
14: Good morning, and thank you so much for having me today.
0: I am um, I'm a little concerned that my family and I are buying too much By the Yard furniture because you do such a good job making this stuff.
14: I love to hear that. (laughs) I always think our furniture is great for collectors because every year you can just keep adding and it looks the same.
0: You know, the interesting thing about, um, we'll get in a little bit of a history of the company, but the one thing that I am impressed by is the fit and finish of each individual piece that is used, whether you're building an Adirondack chair or a dining room chair, every edge is rounded. Everything has a a very machined look to it. And then the assembly of it and the durability of how it's put together is, is only matched by the material that you actually build it from.
14: You know, we take a lot of pride in handcrafting all of our furniture. We call our production workers craftsmen because everything is truly, we pay attention to every detail. The edges are routed. We make sure your furniture is pristine when it goes out our doors.
0: Right. Um, the thing that you talk about is is the fact that um, the material is made from recycled materials. Can you give the audience a little idea of what that actually is?
14: Yes. Yeah, so, technical name for our material is HDPE but in layman's terms it's recycled number 2 plastic but to put it down even more it's recycled milk jugs
0: right so here we are taking all this plastic that there's too much in the world anyway and then you're building furniture that quite frankly you give a unbelievable warranty on how long the stuff is going to last so it's almost, in a way, your Forever Outdoor Furniture.
14: Yeah, that's a great name for it, Forever Outdoor Furniture. We back everything we build up with a 35-year warranty.
0: Wow. Um, now, can you give the audience an idea of, of sort of the breadth of the different types of things that you manufacture? Now, you, you make all of this stuff in Minnesota, Correct.
14: We sure do. Everything is made in Minnesota, and we have over 400 different items. So we run the gamut from your traditional Adirondack t- chairs to table and chair sets to chase lounges to fire tables to my personal favorite, the glider.
0: Right, right. We uh, may I mention the fact that we have purchased, uh, you know, have s- several items from By the Yard we just now for this season replaced a bunch of older Adirondacks that we had from a different maker. And quite frankly, we were really happy with them, but they faded. Um, And that's something you pride yourself on in the the stuff that you make because you have a, a fade protection warranty as well. We got a bunch of white Adirondacks. They're a little bit taller and wider. They are we just this past weekend we had friends over and they couldn't believe how comfortable they were and the the other thing is like wow it's really easy to get in and out of these adirondacks which adirondack chairs you know traditional ones are lower and you make those as well but these kind of sit up higher and are just ridiculously comfortable
14: those are the ones i have in my backyard too we call them our raised and uprights and they're super easy just like you said to get in and out of yet just As comfortable as an original Adirondack
0: most of the 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 color schemes that that you folks have sort of stay within the earth tones and that's what allows you to uh, uh, protect it from a warranty standpoint correct it's those brighter colors that people may be sucked into going oh I want a bright red or a bright blue but then in a couple of years it's just not going to look good
14: anymore Exactly. That is why we don't manufacture those candy colors is because we can't ever get them to pass our fade test. We're really critical about our furniture and making sure it'll last for years to come.
0: Yeah. Um, Talk to me a little bit about the customer service that you offer at By the Yard for your customers, you know, not just in the sales, but if there's ever an issue down the road.
14: That's my favorite thing about Buy the art is once you buy from us, you become part of our family. We were kind of founded on the philosophy that customers are number one, and they truly are. And if you have any issues, we're going to take care of you.
0: I love that. All right, so if people are thinking about their outdoor oasis and how they can transform that space with, I mean, my goodness, over if you if you can't find something that you like it by the yard with over 400 different items then you don't need it but how do they how do they go ahead and contact you if they'd like to place an order or or see what's available
14: You have, there's a number of different ways you can shop us. I encourage you to go to our Vernon Hills location and our customer sales associates will kind of hold your hand and give you as much attention you need and can help you design your ideal um, backyard. Or you can pre-shop at buytheyard.net or you can give us a call.
0: What's that phone number?
14: That phone number is
0: 877
14: 220
0: Zero four four eight. Leah Steidel is the marketing director at Buy The Yard. If you are looking for fabulous forever furniture for your outdoors, then just go to buytheyard.net or as Leah said, go to their Vernon Hills Showroom, which has so many lovely items on display that you can touch and feel and sit in and see exactly what we're talking about. Leah, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. I really appreciate it.
14: Well, thank you so much for having me. I had a good time.
0: Uh let's go back to the phone lines this morning and talk with uh Alan who's in Lombard. Hey Alan, good morning. Yes, good morning, Lou. Uh thanks
13: for taking my call. Uh I've got a uh mid century modern uh, flat roofed uh, ranch and uh we've got uh torchdown bitumen on it. And been up there maybe for fifteen uh twenty years. Okay. And we're looking to, uh, you know, put silicon coating over that to re- renew it and seal it up. Is that a good idea?
0: Well, are you are you experiencing any leaks or staining that you see currently?
13: We have had some uh, uh, seepage uh, around the chimney section. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the actual brick chimney is about eleven feet long three feet wide goes right up you know through the roofing uh system
0: okay and then let me ask you another thing how long have you lived in the house and if you had a crystal ball how long are you going to be in the house
13: (laughs) (laughs) we've (laughs) been here probably about 40 years and uh we're probably going to stay here we we like the town and everything so yeah we're gonna we're gonna be here for 10 plus years at uh, least.
0: So if you're going to if you're going to stay, I mean certainly you could do a coating on the top of it. It's not a magic bullet, right? You're okay. getting to the kind of the life expectancy of that roof, okay? And okay. you know, 20 if it's 20 years, you know you said 15 to 20. If you're right. 20, you're there. And okay. the the thing with a flat uh, bitumen roof like that is you can have seepage that you don't even know about that's getting in there and it's filling up the insulation that's absorbing it like a sponge and it can be i mean i'm just i'm I'm playing devil's advocate here of what I've seen over the years and then they they cut out a section and the roof deck is rotted and moldy and whatever and so okay. you could you could put a little patch over the top of it and probably you know get another five years out of it, but you're probably doing this in five years now now if you're you know from a budget perspective if you can afford it it's always going to be cheaper to do it now than it is five years from now okay no matter no matter where you know no matter where the economy is and yeah building materials are higher now whatever but um you know i don't necessarily think a lot of that's going to come down you know once we once we get used to people spending more on these products, you know, there, it, it, it isn't that it isn't going to come down, but you just have to make a decision about where you want to spend your money. Have you, gotten, sure. have is you a, got
13: is a Geico coating, which I guess is a Firestone product, is is that pretty
0: good for? It's pretty good, but you're going to spend a good buck on that. Okay. So my point is you're going to probably spend 4 bucks a square foot, Okay. Right. So you're at like probably f- four hundred a square, maybe three hundred. Yeah, I got two thousand square feet. Okay. So now we're throwing all that money at that, and I could take that against ripping it all off. It's don't get me wrong, Alan. It's going to cost more, right? Um, right. But you're not throwing good money after then five years from now. You're going, okay, now I got to replace the whole thing. I just spent five grand. I'm making the number up, you know, yeah. doing this. So um, maybe what you do, it, you know, my advice, get a few yeah. roofing contractors to come out and bid this project out. And they're going to give you, you know, they're going to say, hey, I'm going to rip, I'm going ri-, to, and I only want to tear off. I do not want another coating over the top. Because with a 20 year old roof, I promise you there's something going on underneath it that has to be attended to. Okay, and if you do it now and you do it right, well, you've been there forty years. You'll get another twenty years out of it, no problem.
13: Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've had a, a couple of roofing uh, contractors out. Uh, they're 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 talking about about uh, twenty thousand for sure. a uh, either you know doing a, a re roof over it. You know.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't do the re roof.
13: Which they're talking about, you know, putting down uh, insulation board and then laying another... Right, uh, but
0: then we're just adding so much more weight to the structure, yeah. right? And that, to me, you know, to me, that's almost just as much work. Yeah, the, the demo of it and taking the old roof off, that, that's labor. That costs money. There needs to be a dumpster, multiple dumpsters in the size you have. But that's right. the right way to do it. You know, because even, even, you know, depending on, okay, so let's, there's our crystal ball. 20 years from now, you're done with the house or, you know, you're selling the house. Somebody's going to say, well, we love your house, but there's two layers of roof on here and we're going to, you know, it's going to cost 70 grand to redo this roof 20 years from now. Again, making up the numbers, you do right. it right the first time, you spend the right money, no headaches, no hassles, you're done.
13: Okay. So the the silicone roofing option
0: it will work but five years from now you're replacing that roof
13: because the silicone won't hold
0: it's not going to last that long okay not where we live too much freeze thaw temperature all that kind of stuff
13: yeah does that silicone stuff crack and then
0: sure oh i mean eventually eventually i mean it's got a warranty but eventually it will because of our weather extremes okay all right. Food for well, thought, well, my good friend. Good to know, Lou. Food for thought. You
13: are the Obi-Wan Kenobi of six and stuff. <laughs> and we I thank you.
0: Advice I give you, I do.
13: <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much, Lou.
0: <laughs> Joe Brand loves that. You the young broadcasters, when you're not quite sure what to do, do a Yoda insp- impersonation. <laughs> it's 9.57 in the morning. We'll take a quick break.